0: I'm Luke Summerhaze, and I love Phoebas. Pokemon is full of glow-ups. Small little woodland critters can develop into powerful fantasy creatures with training and dedication. Among these transformations are a few exceptional origin stories, famously weak Pokemon which can evolve into powerhouses. For trainers with the patience to raise them. The most iconic example is of course Magikarp becoming Gyarados. Others have been similar, babies like Toxel and Riolu evolving into tough adults, bugs like Snom or Combi metamorphosizing into deadly beasts. The most directly comparable to Gyarados is the true ugly duckling story of Phoebas and Milotic. Feebath is a little, sad-looking, round, brownish fish Pokémon. It has blue fins and protrusions, and big, sad clown lips. Pokémon Platinum tells us, It is a shabby and ugly Pokémon. However, it is very hardy, and can survive on little water. Phoebus is statistically weak. Through levelling up, it learns only Splash, Tackle, and Flail. Overall, it really doesn't have a lot going for it. As Pokemon Ruby says, Phoebas's fins are ragged and tattered from the start of its life. Because of its shoddy appearance, this Pokemon is largely ignored. The name Phoebas combines feeble, describing its, you know, pathetic nature, with bass, the type of fish on which it's based. The Japanese name is Himbas, with the hin part meaning poor. Interestingly, the word Phoebus in Latin means... Shiny, perhaps hinting at this Pokémon's future. Somehow despite being pathetic, Feebas do cling on to life. Pokémon Moon tells us, although unattractive and unpopular, this Pokémon's marvellous vitality has made it a subject of research. A few Pokédex entries talk about Phoebast being quite numerous in the wild. Pokémon Sapphire tells us, while Phoebas's body is in tatters, it has a hardy and tenacious life force that enables it to live anywhere. However, this Pokémon is also slow and dim-witted, making it an easy catch. Ultra Moon tells us, They look ragged, so no one catches them. They look like they'd taste bad, so predators won't eat them. And their numbers continue to grow. Finally Pokémon Diamond tells us, It is famous for its shabby appearance. While populous, they tend to cluster in said locations. Unlike Magikarp, which can be found in pretty much any body of water if one has an old rod, Feebas is actually phenomenally difficult to find. In Pokémon Ruby and Sapphire, along with their remakes, it is found in a random tile which changes every day in one specific river on one specific route. The area in question is below a bridge and at the foot of a waterfall, Perhaps a subtle reference to the ancient tale of a fish that swims up a waterfall and becomes a dragon, the inspiration behind Gyarados. In Diamond and Pearl, Phoebus is again only found in a randomly spawning tile, this time atop Mount Coronet. In the recent remakes, the random tile is connected to the game's random lottery, so typing your numbers into an online calculator can make the search trivial. Who'd have thought there would be a programming oversight in those games? Pokemon Ultra Moon tells us, Because of its wretched appearance, most people pay it no attention. But there are some who collect Phoebus, and Phoebus alone. Of course, most trainers are not particularly interested in Phoebus itself, but in the potential it represents. Either by maximizing its beauty stat and leveling it up, in those games with contests, or by trading it while it is holding a prism scale, one can evolve a Phoebus into Mylotic. Just like the girl who takes off her glasses at the end of the movie, or the soccer player who has become wealthy enough to replace his teeth and hair, the ugly little fish has become a majestic sea serpent. Milotic is sleek and elegant, with iridescent scales along its tail and flowing red fins like long hair atop its head. It brings to mind a beautiful mermaid, although not particularly humanoid, or an expertly groomed poodle at a dog show. Pokemon Ruby tells us. Milotic is said to be the most beautiful of all the Pokémon. It has the power to calm such emotions as anger and hostility to quell bitter feuding. Pokémon Sapphire tells us, Milotic live at the bottom of large lakes. When this Pokémon's body glows a vivid pink, it releases a pulsing wave of energy that brings soothing calm to restless spirits. Pokémon Emerald tells us, It is said to live at the bottom of large lakes. Considered to be the most beautiful of all Pokemon, it has been depicted in paintings and statues. The name Milotic or Milotic may be a reference to mirages and optical illusions, referring to the way it refracts light and allures people. It may also be a reference to the Venus de Milo, a renowned and beautiful statue. The Japanese name is Milokros perhaps referring to the Greek goddess of beauty, Charis. Like many Animal Crossing players, I was instantly reminded of Milotic when I caught an oarfish. The model in that game is particularly reminiscent of a Milotic, though the real animal is a clear inspiration, with long pale bodies, red protrusions on their head, and long red fins which they use like oars to swim. The oarfish is a little uglier than Milotic, but with its great size and length. It isn't hard to imagine it being mistaken for a terrible sea serpent in ancient times. While Milotic was clearly made to be for beauty contests what Gyarados was for pure combat power, it's no slouch in a fight. In fact, Milotic and Gyarados are tied for the highest leap in stats for a single evolution. While Gyarados is all about attack, Milotic is a little more defensive, serving as a benchmark for the ever-popular bulky water monster. It has ranked highly in various competitive tournaments, and the challenging final champion Cynthia uses one very effectively. If all of this podcast seems to have the message that you need to change to be worthy of love and affection, that's just not always true. Anyone should love themselves, and know that people love you, just the way you are. Let's end with this, from Pokemon Ultra Sun. While Milotic is said to be the most beautiful Pokemon, Trainers who like Phoebus and have raised it are seemingly disappointed by Milotic. Music for Luke Love's Pokémon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhaze, while funding is provided by my lovely listeners over at patreon.com podcastiopodcastius, where you can find links to the other shows my friends and I create. I love to hear from listeners with your thoughts and feelings about the Pokemon you love too. Get in touch about the next monsters, Castform and Kecleon, or with your thoughts, feelings, and observations about any other Pokemon over on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMM. I recently streamed some Pokemon Legends Arceus, so if you want my first impressions of that, and to catch me streaming more Pokemon and other Nintendo games, head over to twitch.tv slash and even if you don't want to do any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Feebas. And remember, I love you too.